Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Whenever you might be listening to this, this is the Buzzed Pucks Podcast. <laughs> I'm Bert. I'm Clay. And we're here for another division preview leading up into the NHL season, yep, which yep, yep. is uh, just a couple of weeks away. Preseason games have started. Preseason games have started. Camps have opened. Optimism for pretty much every team, except maybe Vancouver. Cuts have are started. High. Oh, cuts have, well, quote-unquote cuts. Mm. Guys are getting sent down to the AHL already. It's weird because the NHL preseason is really quite short compared to, like, the NFL. Yeah. That's, like, two months long or something, or it feels like that it's that long. And it just, That more feels like it's that I get, long. I guess maybe it feels like it because I'm just so inundated with news from it. But, like, the NHL uh, preseason is just like, yeah, come in a couple weeks before the season starts. We have, like, 90 guys here. Up, oh, cut. 70 of them. <laughs> well, know? also, like... The NHL Player Association is actually a powerful union. That's true. They they do a much better job than, yeah. the, <laughs> than the NFL one does. Um, that might be why there's been more um, uh, uh, canceled seasons in mm-hmm. the NHL is because the NHLPA has more leverage. Yes. Uh, there's a reason that one of those leagues has ironclad contracts for their te- for their players and one does not. Yep. Um, but uh, we're going to do the Central Division this week. Uh, but before we get to that, Clay, what are we drinking? We are drinking Dogfish Head again. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. Oh, whatever. This is their Pumpkin Ale. Pumpkin Ale. Uh, I haven't had this in a very long time. The we got to get our pumpkin beers in yeah, before yeah. they start going away. <laughs> really it. Also, I mean, we got, we got time. But. Also, the can art reminds can art me is really cool. of Over the Garden Wall. Which is a spoopy... I've heard of that. I don't think... It's a spoopy seasonal cartoon. It's got Frodo. It's got Doc Brown. It's great. Fun. Yeah. Frodo and Doc Brown in it, huh? The characters? No. Or the actors? The actors. Okay. I was like, maybe it's one of those weird uh, cartoons that got away with having, like, Mm -hmm. other IP in it. Nope. All right. You just got... um, I can't think of his, their names. Uh, oh God, it's gonna annoy me. It's not. It's not Elijah big. Wood Thank and you. Um, I can't think of Doc Brown's name. No, I don't. It's not even that hard of a name. It's not. Uh, it's gonna bother me. It'll yep. come to me later. Um, Dude from Angels in the Outfield. He, he was in a lot of things. And Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. That's actually my. Ma- ah, that's up there with name. Back to the Future. It's such a good movie. Uh, that's up to with up there with Back to the Future for my favorite movie that that guy's in. Anyway. Uh, this is going to bother. He's, Clay's looking it up. Um, Christopher wait, Lloyd. Christopher for, Lloyd. For that's fuck's sake. Right. Ah, here it is. Um, uh, we don't really have too much news to talk about. Like Clay already said, uh, the preseason has started. Games have begun. Uh, obviously, in they, Australia. They played in Australia. Obviously, none of these games count. And for the most part, a lot of the starters for every team are not playing. They they almost never do. No. They'll play maybe they'll play one game. But they'll get in shape. Yeah, most of these guys are already in yeah. shape. Um, so uh, you know none of it really matters. But you know one one game did did raise some eyebrows last night, Clay. Oh um, yes, that one game uh, was Calgary versus Vancouver, where yeah. Calgary yeah. beat Vancouver ten to nothing. Ten to nothing. Now you only see those games Ooh. once or twice during the regular season because we got a ten to nothing game last season. Did we? If not ten to nothing, ten to three. 
Yeah, there so, were. There was I a think there was a couple of, of games where there was a couple somebody of nine scored spots, double digits, a couple yeah. of ten spots. It's not normal, Mm-mm. but it happens a few times a year where you're like, "Oh, okay, that what happened there?" And then Rick Tockett of the, the coach of <laughs> Vancouver was just like, "I feel like Sean Payton, oh, whose yeah. Denver Broncos just lost seventy to twenty, seventy to twenty. Yeah, lost by fifty points. Mm-hmm. Historic." game i think no one's ever uh, hit 70 before. no that's not true the the record i believe is 72 okay. Okay. because uh the, the miami dolphins beat the broncos last night or yesterday um because somebody pointed out that the dolphins actually went for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field goal to break the record yeah okay. and and uh Tua Tungavailoa, who's the quarterback of miami was asked about that at the on end of the game fantasy bench and oh was he really <laughs> oh no um he was like yeah i mean it might look like it but we're not here to embarrass anybody despite what that score says <laughs> so he was like we weren't trying to embarrass the broncos it just happened by the way, what a backhanded mm-hmm. <laughs> comment that is. Right? That's just like, we weren't trying to embarrass them. They're just that bad. Yes, they are. Woo! That was quite a game. Uh, I was, I'm was i playing one of our coworkers in fantasy football, and each of... Oh, wait, no. No, I had somebody on that team, and he had somebody in the Chargers game. Oh. And each of them put up dueling like 40-something points. <laughs> Jesus. And I was just like, oh, come on. My guy has four touchdowns. And I'm still, like, even with this How other does this player. this cancel out? Ay, ay, ay. All right. So, um, oh, before we go on, one little bit of uh, extra news to the whole Mike Babcock because, debacle. Because the follow-up Spit and Chicklets came yep. out the same day as our last episode. Yes. Where, and Bissonette and... Whitney. Ryan Whitney. Yeah. Ryan Whitney kind of did a victory lap. Um, they deserved it. As they should. Yeah. And Bissonette clarified on some things. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Go ahead. No, this is you. This oh, is Columbus. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh, so, one thing that came out during that was that apparently Mike Babcock would invite some of the younger players over to his house for lunch. That's fine. Um, but then that's where he demanded their phones, went through their phones, and then told them they can leave without lunch. So here's the thing. That gives a whole what new you... wrinkle to the situation. Jesus Christ. Like Where we were maybe giving a little bit of uh, of a maybe this was a misunderstanding, leeway, you know, ish. No, no, it wasn't. No, no. he was being an asshole. He was being... So... Well, he probably did the same, like, come over to my house to the veterans, too. And it's just like, oh, can I, you, can I uh, see some photos of the family? Yeah. Very chill and yeah. reasonable with the um, the veterans and the coaching staff. Yeah. But was a dick to the, the kids, which he has a record of. Yeah. But, like, I thought this happened at the facility, which... That's what I thought, too. Like, he would pull them aside from being in the gym or something. At your boss's house. That's really such a power dynamic. That's really fucked, yeah. Power, yeah. And um, I don't remember if uh, Bissonette or Ryan Whitney said it or if I just saw some random comment say it, but they were like, yeah, maybe they have pictures of girls on there. Maybe they have pictures of them doing, like, drinking or doing something crazy. What if one of them is in the closet? That's what I was going to say. What if one of them is in the closet and now Mike Babcock just has that information? Ted Lasso just did an episode on this. 
Shout out to Ted Lasso. <laughs> R.I.P. Love that show. Well, I mean, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Right? So, uh, he literally did an episode on this <sighs> season three. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're, weirdly, still staunchly in the camp of fuck Mike Babcock. Mm-hmm. Because, good God, why did you even think that was a good idea? And you couldn't even give him lunch. You couldn't even give him a sandwich. No. Like, Just at least send him with a sandwich. Jesus. Ugh. Couldn't give him, like, a hamburger from McDonald's. Like, <laughs> like really? Like, you couldn't give him anything. You're just like, let me see your phone. All right, fuck off. All like, right, get out of here. Man, fuck you, Mike Babcock. Jesus Christ. All right. Let's get and to... And I, I know Bissonette doesn't think Yarmo should get fired. Oh, yeah. That's the other because thing. Because he was giving a guy a second chance. Yarmo should get fired. I, I think he needs to go Yarmo because they doubled down on this background check or saying that they yeah. did their due diligence. This was a good hire... Here's the other thing. It's not like Yarmo Lion's doing a great job with Columbus anyway. There was a there was a point a few years ago where everybody was like, Oh, these moves looking yeah. good. Columbus is looking all right. They're they're perennial, like sneaking into the playoffs, you know. I mean, even the Goudreau was a great move, yeah. but then you gave Gustafson Gabranson. Gabranson yeah. that four by four at the same time. <laughs> so Yeah, I forgot about that. He keeps getting those contracts somehow because I think that's the second 4x4 four four Gabranson yeah. has gotten and the second time people were like, how did he get that contract? I don't know. Um, I like Eric Gabranson. So, I mean, oh, you make know, good mo- on him for making Make money. that money. I will clown on the organization mm-hmm. for doing it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe you get a new GM. Yeah. Eh, he's been there long enough. He's and been they, there the entire time, And right? I know that they upset the... The Lightning for their first ever playoff series win, blah, 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 has blah, he, blah, blah. Has he been their only GM? No, 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 no. Okay. But he's been there for a while at this point. Gotcha, uh, gotcha, I think gotcha. 10 plus years, I think. He, yeah. was, he was not their first GM. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Yarmulke Lightning needs to go off to greener pastures Change as well. the scenery. Change the scenery for Kekalainen. Uh, all right. Or, wait, no. Yeah, no, Kekalainen. Yeah. Um... Let's get to the Central Division, shall we? Woo! The, and the division I know the least about. I think the division most people lo- know the least about because other than like three teams, this division's going to be terrible. I mean, starting with the Arizona Coyotes. 28, 40, and 14 last year. That's good for 70 points, but only seventh in the division. Yeah, it's only seven. Because there was one team who was way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona, I will give them credit. They were actually much better than people thought they were going to be last yes. including us. Um, their coach did a very good job with polishing a turd. Oh, they, they overachieved. They, they did. They really did. Um, they, they actually were pretty um, active in the offseason. Well, now they're starting to go for it. I think... I think, not, maybe. Not this year, but next year they're really going to start. Well, they're starting to, I think their arena situation, is it figured out or it's starting nope. to get solidified, though? Starting to get solidified. Yeah, because I think they're talking to Mesa, Arizona, mm-hmm. or so, somewhere in that area, or that they're more open to having them go, go there. But anyway, um, so as far as their key additions go, they did trade for Sean Dersey from mm-hmm. L.A. Yep. Um, I think that was for... I don't remember. I'm not going to look it up. It was for a draft pick, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that was a yes. cap dump, I think, for L.A. Mostly. It was a cap dump so they could get Pierre-Luc Dubois. That's right, yeah. 
They signed Troy Stetcher to a one-year $1.1 million, who I believe was on Arizona last year, yep. and then got traded at the deadline, and now he's back. So he must like playing. He's back, baby. Yeah, he's back, baby. They signed Jason Zucker to a one-year $5.3 million contract. Resigned Nick Bukestad, who, mm-hmm. again, I think played there last year, was traded, and then just went right back. I think so. I think he went to Edmonton or something. I think he did go to Edmonton. I think he got traded to Edmonton. And then he just went back to the Coyotes afterwards. I mean, you know what? If you like it there, by all means. Uh, Let's just double check that. Yep, I was correct. So uh, he got a two-year $2.1 million. That seems a little expensive for Nick Bukestad, but, you know, whatever, I guess. you got to get to the cap floor somehow. Um, They signed – oh, I forgot about this. They signed Alex Galchenyuk. And then one day later, they (laughs) terminated his contract. Um, I don't know that we talked about this, did we? I don't know. We might have mentioned it. There was some speculation, but more has come out. what happened was Alex Galchenyuk, right after signing this contract, uh, got drunk or high or something. I think he got drunk. And then he got in a public fight. He, like, fought a police officer or something. Mm -hmm. And the his, next day, his dad was involved. Yeah, I, I don't. Rem- I'm I'm foggy on the details, but in either direction, um, they terminated his contract. Yeah, pretty much one day later. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, I think he said he was going to go into the uh, substance assistance. I think thing. he he might is. have, and then was out of it. He signed back in Europe or Russia. Oh, interesting. Or somewhere, yeah. So he he's gone. I don't if, think Alex Chadwick ever. If he back. can get away from his like dad, because his dad's kind of like uh, the minor dad scenario. Uh, um, that's a bummer. Gal Chadwick's like history is honestly really sad. Looking into it, like if you guys hear a bunch of noise in the background, that's my dog playing with a new toy that she got, and she loves it. Yeah, she does. Um, don't eat it. No, she's just. I know, but I'm just smashing it. <laughs> I'm glad that food dish was empty that you just flung across the. Um. So she, she likes you remember toys. when Galchenyuk was on Montreal? Yeah, way back when. That's where he began. Yes, he. Yeah. Uh, way back when, when he was in Montreal, there was a domestic dispute that where the police got called, um, in a hotel. Yeah. He was the victim. Oh uh, no. And his coach made him apologize to the team for being a public distraction. <sighs> yeah. Hockey's great culture. Thankfully. <laughs> with this, going back to Babcock really quick, it looks like at least the NHLPA is trying to nix that shit now. Yeah. So let's hope they are successful. Anyway, let's let's move on. I, uh, g- good luck to Alex Galchenyuk. Yeah, yeah. Wherever you signed in Europe, I hope you have success. We wish him uh, mental health. Yes. Uh, They signed Alex Kerfoot to a Mm two-year $3.5 million contract. Yep. Because I'm surprised no one else signed Kerfoot to that contract. Toronto couldn't afford it. That's true. Toronto could not. I I bet Toronto wanted him back because he's a good defensive forward. Um, And he played well in the playoffs. Yeah, he did. yeah, he landed in Arizona. Kind of, it's kind of like the same situation with uh, Zucker, um, because the cap only went up by one million dollars this year. The contracts were kind of weird. Yep, like there were some big contracts that were given out, but like 
the rest of these guys had to wait a little while. Next year, next week, we're going to talk about the Ducks, and they're being real stupid. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, the mean, Arizona also signed Connor Ingram to a three-year, $1.95 million contract. And you're going to talk about Chicago next. Oh, yes, so I am. So, contra- you're right. Contracts are weird. <laughs> oh, oh yes. I forgot about a couple of they did. Um, they got Logan Cooley to sign his entry-level contract, which is three years, 950K. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good because that means he'll probably be on Arizona. He scored a really cool goal. It was so cool. Uh, in Australia. Oh, man. Um, he got the first star in Australia. Yeah, he did. crowd lo- lost it. Cool. Yeah. Get more players from Australia. Mm-hmm. I think there's like two. There's one, one that I can think of. Walker. Yeah. Why didn't no one bring him on? Uh, I'd, oh, yeah. Why didn't they bring him with them. Right. He's the one Australian player. Um, and then they signed Matt Dumba. That was kind of a very late signing. If yes. I that happened Wait. Like only a few weeks ago. They got Dumba? Yes, they did. Yeah, see? Clay doesn't even know. They signed Matt Dumba one year, $3.9 million. Arizona's making moves. I, I don't hate everything they did. Now, nothing's like really earth-shattering, um, but let's go, let's go through their depth I... chart really quick. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. But I wouldn't think so. They're going to be... They're going to be pesty. They're going to be annoying they're gonna for be annoying. teams that want to. So their top line, again, these are all according to Cap Friendly's projected depth mm-hmm. charts. Clayton Keller, uh, Barrett Hayton, and Ju- uh, Nick Schmaltz. Second line of Zucker, Cooley, and Kerfoot. That's a pretty good second line. Especially good if second line. Cooley... Uh, Makes- pans out the way that he is projected to. I mean, if he steps up, he might end up being a first liner. He might slip in. He might slip past Barrett Hayton to get yeah. on that first line. Because um, Barrett Hayton doesn't strike fear into the hearts. No. But if cool, I mean, Cooley's only 19, too, so they might want to shelter his minutes yeah. a little bit. Uh, Marcelli, Bukestad, and Lawson Krause, who is still on this team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this actually changed the last time I saw it. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Um... As a third line. I mean, it's yeah. fine. It's yeah. fine. Uh, Carcone, Jack McBain, and uh, Dylan Genther? Genther, yeah. Sure. Um, those. That's one of those names that, like, might be said a different way, but mm-hmm. I, I don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's another one of those young guys. Uh, so, pretty, I mean, not terrible. Not no. bad. I mean, if Logan Cooley can step up, have a, you know... If he has even like fifty points this season, right? That's pretty good. I don't. Yeah. Uh, moving on to their defense, they got uh, JJ Moser and Matt Dumba, Yuso mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Valamaki and Sean Dersey. Yep. Troy Stetcher yeah. and Joshua Brown. Yeah. That's... I don't know who Joshua Brown is, but he is twenty nine years old. Um. And in goal, they got Carol Vamelka and Connor Ingram. That's not a bad goalie to add him either. I agree with your assessment that you just said. Um, I don't think they're going to be an overly scary team. No, but they that's, might they might siphon a point off here and there from higher up teams. Yeah, that's they're going to be annoying to play, especially if their coach has them doing what yeah. they did last year. They're just going to be instead of that bad, might be thirty wins, maybe. Yeah, two extra wins. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I think they added enough to even be more than that. They, no, I, might, I think so too. They might like flirt with 500 mm-hmm. maybe i i could see that i could see them being like a maybe bottom third team right in the in the western conference 
But uh, but possibility to move up to like a mid tier team. Yeah, not playoffs though. No, not playoffs. But they're again, they'll be. They're going to be feisty. Yeah. Hi, Ruth. Ruth's on the podcast now. <laughs> um. Oh, they'll probably trade a bunch of these players at the deadline oh, yeah. too. I I'd imagine at the deadline they'll probably trade guys like Zucker, and uh, who else signed a one year contract? Maybe Dumba. Yep. You know, the, any of those guys that signed like a one-year contract, They've, they'll probably get traded at the deadline. Oh yeah, to a team that's gonna make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and you know they trade Zucker there, and that just helps. Or yeah, something. you get some prospects for trading it. back to trading back to Pittsburgh. <sighs> I said prospects. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So I, you know, there's not a ton to say about Arizona. There, they're still probably not going to be great, mm-hmm. but. Probably not that bad either, but a team that probably will be quite bad. Quite bad. The Chicago Blackhawks. 26, 49, and 7 last year. 59 points tied for last place with the Ducks. Yes. Uh, eighth in the division, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, their big additions, and big in quotation marks, Very. are um, they, they re-signed Andre, Andre... Quotation marks doing a lot of work there. Yeah, they re-signed Andre Anthanasiu to a two-year, $4.25 million contract. You gotta hit the floor. Okay, they got Nick Bellino. Go Bellino. Uh, they got Nick Felino in a trade from Boston and then signed him. The drink is called a Bellini. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they signed him to a one-year, $4 million contract. Again, got to reach that cap floor. Yep. They also got Taylor Hall from Boston, too, because mm-hmm. Boston really needed to move cap Shed, space. Shed some cap. Um, uh, Taylor Hall I, Taylor Hall's two years at $6 million left on his contract. And, of course, probably their biggest addition, they did draft Connor Bedard number one overall because, of course, Chicago deserves that. Of course. Of after everything that has happened with Chicago over the last several years. Um, and signed his entry-level contract. He's looked good in the preseason so far and whatever. He's already listed as their first-line center. Oh, of course he is. I mean, it's Connor we'll, Bedard. Get, yeah. we'll get to that in a second about what their lineup looks like. Uh, they oh this this one was this one was one of my favorite ones. They did trade for Josh Bailey yes, from the did. Islanders mm-hmm. and immediately bought him out. Yep, bye. So that was that was fun. They traded for Corey Perry and then re-signed him to a one-year four million dollar contract as well. They signed Ryan Donato to a two-year two million dollar contract, mm-hmm. two million per year contract, and then they re-signed Philip Kurashev to a two-year two point five million dollar per contract. So um, they did some things. Yes, they got a few old guys for four million plus dollars each. Well, they cut Josh Bailey. I will shout out to my neighbors. I will say Felino and Perry will be good locker room guys. For oh the sure, guard. They, they could still play too. They're oh, just not yeah. they're shells of their former mm-hmm. selves. But that's that's solid mentorship and leadership sure. for Bajard. Yeah, Corey Perry can teach him how to just like spear dudes. Yeah, and uh, Nick Felino can actually teach him how to be a good actually person. how to teach yeah. him how to be like a, a solid captain. Yeah, so which I sure Connor Bedard will be in a couple of years. Yeah, they team. might give him the C right now. <laughs> yeah, just make a make him an eighteen like like Edmonton did with McDavid. Just yeah. to like like well, he's uh, clearly the best player. So and and Buffalo did with Eichel and that's true. Yeah, well, and if you go really far back. Uh, 
uh, Washington did with Ovi and, and, and Pittsburgh did with Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. You know, I, I think until McDavid, Crosby was the youngest captain mm-hmm. in league history. And then McDavid beat it by like six months or something. I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> they didn't give it to Ovechkin immediately. Ovechkin's was a little bit later than Crosby. Because, um, was Adam Oates still there? No. So there was another long time capital still there. Begins with the B. I don't know. I don't know, man. Bobby Orr. No, yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about, while you look that up, because it's clearly going to bother you, let's talk about their uh, depth chart, which is not particularly scary. It's not deep. uh, Scary. Uh, Taylor Hall, Connor Bedard, and uh, on Cat Friendly, it says Tyler Johnson as their. Top line. Ooh. It was Chris Clark. Chris Clark, okay. It's not who I was thinking of. Nope, that doesn't begin with a B. Philip Kurashev, Lucas Reichel, and Anthony, or I'm sorry, Andre Anthonasiu as their second line. Ryan Donato, Cole Gutman, and Taylor Radish as their third line. I don't know who Cole Gutman is. <laughs> uh, Nick Felino, Jason Dickinson. And Corey Perry as their fourth line. I was thinking of Bondra, but Bondra was gone. Oh, Bondra. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that's really funny that the two oldest players on the team are on the fourth line. Yeah. It's where, you, where else are you uh, going to put Corey Perry? I mean, I guess. I, I guess. But, I mean, you could argue that Corey Perry is just as good as Tyler Johnson, so why don't you just put him on the top line? All right. They t- had similar stat lines. Touche. Touche. I mean, Corey Perry played 81 games to Johnson's 56, 56 yeah, but, but still. Put some respect on Tyler Johnson's name. No. Why should I? Um, let's move on to their defense. Kevin Korchinski, who I believe was one of their first-round picks last year or something. I mean, he hasn't played. He's 19. So, yeah. Uh, with Seth Jones, Alex Vlasic. And Connor Murphy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jerry Tenorti, who keeps blowing me away that he's still in the NHL, and yep. Nikita Zaitsev. No, Zaitsev still here? Z- that's another guy that you're like, oh, huh. there you are. Look at that. Uh, Peter Mrazek and Arvid Soderblom are oh, their goalies. Poor bastards. Yeah, this team is gonna suck. This is gonna be your worst team in the league. Yeah. They're going to be bad. The Unless only... Connor Bedard, like, really starts, uh, scores, like, 120 yeah, but, points or something. But, but even then, but I didn't... He won't outscore their bad defense. That's true. And goalies. Yeah, Marazic that's true. doesn't have it anymore. You, you could say, like, these top two lines, like, if you mix and match some of the rest of the team in there, they don't, they're not that bad. This this is going to be a fight with D- this goal, San this, Jose to be the worst team. This defense and goaltending is. Yeah. Now, I, I, you know what? I don't even know if I want to put that on Mrazek and Soderblom. This might just be just total garbage defense. I mean, Mrazek hasn't been what we expect ah, from Mrazek yeah. for years now. No, that's true. And he's not even that old, really. He's no. only 31, but he is a but shell we, of his former we self. We keep thinking of the Canes Mrazek. That's true. And that's, yeah, he played really well in the Canes. And then so long ago. It was so long point. ago at this point. Yeah, that defense, man, that defense is not going to be good. Uh-uh. Because Korchinski is 19, so I don't even know if he's actually going to be playing. On, on He he might go back to the minors. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, their other defenseman is Philip Roos. 
Do you know who that is? Nope. Neither do I, but he's from Sweden. Um, yeah, this def- the defense is going to be the major problem. They'll probably score some goals. Uh, hopefully, Connor Bedard will be exciting to watch. I mean, hopefully, Connor Bedard doesn't get hurt because remember, McDavid didn't win the yeah, Calder. Mc- that's right. McDavid got injured his first season, too. Uh, maybe that's why they went out and got Corey Perry and Nick Foligno. You know? the, uh, Nick Foligno's not a dirty player. Uh, Corey Perry is. Um, yeah. But Foligno will, like... Foligno will stand up for a guy. He'll fight. Yeah. He'll he'll fight for his guys, you know? So will Anthony see you. you got, so will Anthony see you. You got yeah. Tenority. I mean, Taylor Hall will not, but... <laughs> uh, this team's going to suck. <laughs> this team's going to suck. Um, we'll see how well Connor Bedard does yeah. on a really bad team. I mean, I, I am excited for Bedard. We'll see. I look until he plays his first game and he looks good, or it, before he plays like the first half of a season, looks really good. I'm just excited to see him play. Like that's I'm really excited it. to see him play too. But like, there's been so many guys that are that have been like, oh, this is the next guy. I don't know. Neil Yakupov comes to mind. Other number one picks come to mind. <laughs> It's like this is the next guy, and then they're just trash. I don't. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Look, but like, a lot of a lot of teams weren't on Yakupov. That's true. A lot of teams weren't. Edmonton was, but a lot of teams weren't. And it turned out they shouldn't have been. Yeah, the um, only one that I feel has been like a slam dunk since Crosby and Ovechkin is McDavid. Is McDavid? Yeah. Like, because even Eichel was questionable for a while there. He, he played well, and then injuries and stuff. Well, the problem was he came in at the same time as McDavid. Yeah. So he was, I mean, he's he, always going to be compared. But he here's was, the thing. He was never going to be number one. Here's the thing. Who is the Stanley Cup? No, and Eichel is great. He would have yes. been, been a slam dunk number one pick if it was yeah. a year later or well, a year before. Austin Matthews was pretty much a, oh, a yeah. slam dunk, too. He was a first overall. Yeah, for Toronto. Oh, yeah. He was number one yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah, Um... It's been so long. So, because that was like a year or two after McDavid, I think. Uh, so those two guys are basically slam dunks. But every, until I watch him play, and here's the thing, Bedard's play, first game of the season, because I had to hear it a hundred times at the draft, is against Crosby and the Penguins yep. on October 10th in Pittsburgh. The reason I know that is because they said it a hundred times yep, at the draft. they kept saying it. Uh um, So we'll see. I mean, I'm not saying that he won't play good against right. the Penguins, but... Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, no one's going to have the best first. No one's going to have. I doubt anybody's going to beat Matthews. I was, first about, game. I was yeah. about to say Matthews. Where he had four goals. I watched that game. That was that game was crazy. I was at work. Yeah, but the game was on for some reason, and just I was. He I, just kept scoring. I think I was off work that night, and I was like, "Oh, it was the first game of the season too." Yeah. Like just overall. Yeah. And my um, the bartender who I was became friends with and eventually roommates with. Yeah. He's just like, this kind of sucks for him because he's never going to live up to that first yeah. game. Yeah. He was an MVP. This was literally his first game. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. So just the reaction to that is like, oh. I mean, it, nobody's probably going to live up to that game until, unless Connor Bedard scores five. The question you know? was, could Matthews live up to his own first game hype? I guess that's true. And he did. I think he has. He, he yeah, has. I think he has. I mean, now, playoff Matthews, you know, that's questionable, but... Um, he has in the regular season, certainly. Yeah. So anyway, Chicago, terrible. Bad. Bad team, bad organization. And hey, their their old owner died. Yeah. Yay. At some point. I don't remember if we mentioned that or not. I think we did. We might have. Eh, good, good yeah. No, well, now he was one of the people that was like, 
Uh, Chris Beach is being a baby or whatever well, he said. He, his son tried to apologize. No, his son's in charge. And he talked his son down. Yeah. Like, he, so. he yelled over his son in the press conference. Oh, yeah, it was, was bad. This was at the, it was the bad. town hall. Yeah, it was bad. So now I think his son is in charge. Yes. Um, he was quite old, so it wasn't like... His name was Rocky Words, yeah, I think. Yeah, it was Rocky Words. Um, I think he was in his 80s, so yeah. it wasn't like crazy that he passed No, out, but... but yeah, good um, riddance. You know. Next. Next. <laughs> Let's talk about a team that's probably, for all intents and purposes, going to be very good. Mm-hmm. The Colorado Avalanche. 51-24-7 and last year. Um, last year, they were the reigning cup champs. Yep. Got knocked off in the first round. Did they win the President's Trophy last year? No. Boston did. Stupid. That was stupid of me. But they were first in the Central Division, though. Yes, they were. With 109 points. no one wanted it. No one wanted it. No Towards one wanted, the end there, yeah. No one no wanted, wanted it. at the end. All right. Their key additions, they got Ryan Johansson from uh, Nashville. Mm-hmm. I forget what was in that trade, but it wasn't for very much, and Nashville retained 50% of his yeah. contract. Uh, they got Ross Colton from Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay ne- always needs to do witchcraft to get under the cap. Yes. Uh, and then they re-signed him for four years, four million per. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay couldn't afford that. No. Tampa Bay may still be over the cap. They may be over the cap into the season, but they always do some sort of witch doctor well, they, well, they have magic. Se- we have Seabrook, so that's His messing with it. almost up. The thing is, is like it's not as cut and dry as just like they take Seabrook and they put him on LTIR and then there's $7 million. There's other like calculations that yeah. go into LTIR as well, um, but I'm not smart enough to explain it to you because I don't really understand it. But anyways, we're so, not lawyers, so we don't ha- know no. how to. T- and lawyers wrote the language for exactly. us. So, um, they also signed Miles Wood. Now, this is one of those contracts that was a little wild. Two point five million dollars per year, not bad, isn't it? Six years. Yeah, yeah. I was yes. about to say it was six. Six years. Hey, if you want a guy who can skate in a straight line fast, Miles Wood. Is Miles that Wood. Guy. Miles Wood. Come he, on down. He will pop in 13 goals. That's not bad depth numbers, no. I guess. But uh, the six years is a little wild for a guy who's 28. But Colorado right. is trying to win as many championships as they can. So The thing about Miles Wood is also his like hockey IQ just isn't quite there. Yeah. yeah but, he's just one of those guys that has the tools but just can't put them together. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they also signed Jonathan Drouin to a one-year mm-hmm. 825K deal. Um, now you might say, why mention that one? I don't know. It's Jonathan Drouin. Because he's on their top line. He used to be. Oh, according, yeah, to according, to, according to the website, he is. Um, he used to be a highly touted younger player, and then he just fell off of the yep. planet and has just been very mediocre since then. He had 27 assists last year, but only two goals. Yeah. So... And he had some personal issues in there. Personal as well, issues. So. He, you got he got benched by Montreal. Yeah. For not. What's so funny? Am I? I might be thinking of Armia. Armia definitely got benched. I think Jerome got benched too. He got benched definitely well, at certain points. Well, I think. I think Armia was effort. And like, Duran was something else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, this isn't a dig at Duran. Uh, but way back when, in his rookie year, I believe, in was Tampa. At, in Tampa, was the first? First. Uh, so 2016. 
uh, when the Penguins beat Tampa yeah. Bay in the Eastern Finals to go on to the Stanley Cup. In that series, some dumbass announcer said something along the lines of, because Druin had a really good game and yeah. Crosby like had a bad game, and some dumbass announcer was like, yeah, Crosby's really got to work harder like Druin. <laughs> Crosby wishes he had Druin's like, work ethic. And everybody was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Druin got drafted the same year. When Druin got drafted, Martin St. Louis was still on Tampa. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. That's crazy. Uh, all right, let's talk about their depth chart. Speaking of Duran, he's on the top line with Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rotnan. although I think they split up McKinnon and Rotnan. Yeah. A, a, quite a bit, usually. Well, and Lekkonen. And Lekkonen they before. They move Yeah. The, uh, Cap Friendly has also changed this from when I did my notes. So, whatever. Oh, because, oh, they signed Thomas Tatar since the last time I, since I did my notes, too. <laughs> That was another key addition that mm-hmm. just happened a week or two ago. Taters on a team. Yes, Thomas Tatar, who weirdly had not been signed to anybody, signed a one-year, $1.5 million contract with Colorado. Pretty good fit. Mm-hmm. Pretty cheap, Pretty good uh, value mm-hmm, there, because mm-hmm, he had mm-hmm. 20 goals last year. Um, anyway, so moving on to their second line, Lincoln, Johansson, and Valerie Nishushkin, who is going to be back with the team. Yes. Who, or who is already back with the team. Whatever weirdness because happened with him. Moms is the word with the Jushkin. Yes. It's still not clear what happened there. It had something to do with a lady in a hotel room, and maybe she was super drunk. Maybe she wasn't, because the guy who reported it as such is not on the team anymore. Who He was a doctor or something. Who knows? No one knows. He's back with the team, so I guess it wasn't that serious. I guess. Hopefully he wasn't serious. Uh, but Valerian Shushkin is back. Hopefully Colorado's not pulling the Chicago. I hope not. Right? But, you know, I, I don't know. So much, so much horrible shit happens just in... I mean, have you seen all the Russell Brand stuff? It's not anything... I'm not surprised, though. That's what I was going to say. We don't have to go into it. I'm not surprised, but I didn't think he was going to, like have done everything that he had done i mean russell brand is a dumb person smart person so i would have i would have um i would have predicted like sexual harassment i would not have predicted assault and eh. i i would have been like eh. uh, i don't know that he's gonna assault anybody which he definitely did eh. um so let, let's move on we don't have to talk about russell brand not even really that funny. No. Miles Wood, Ross Colton, and Thomas Tatar make up their third line. Andrew Cogliano, assumingly, is back with the team after with his that neck injury. Neck. Uh, ben Myers and Logan O'Connor round out the forwards on the fourth line. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good uh, top to bottom there. Well, I mean, Ben Myers and Logan O'Connor are whatever. Look, it. But. It's Myers depth. is only 24. It's, it's depth. depth. It's their fourth line. So if that's that's the only part of it that we're being like, eh, that's not if affecting it if, that much. If their fourth line doesn't let you score, they're doing their job. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Let's move on to defense. Devin Taze and Kale McCarr. Can't ask for anything better than that. Oh, man. They are not going to be able to afford Taves. Devin. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. He's, uh, yeah. He yeah he's not going to take He should not take a discount. No, he should not. And I'm sure his uh, his NHLPA rep is like, do not take a discount. No, you don't. Um, Samuel Gerrard and Bowen Byram make up their second line. Do All right, all right, all right. Yes. For Taves. Yes. 
Does he get traded or do they let him walk? I can't imagine. If they're, they're in the playoff hunt, him. though. I can't imagine they're going to trade him. So you're going to let him walk for nothing? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll take a run at re-signing him and yeah. be like, hey, what, what about like $6 million or something? And he'll be like, no, I think I can get like eight. Right. You know, because he can, because he's very good. Yes. Yeah. Um, maybe they wait until the cap goes up. Like, I don't know when maybe, that Maybe, I mean. That hits. It's supposedly supposed to go up by $4 million next year. It right. could be more than that, depending on the revenue. Right, but does this league, new cap start July 1st when free agency starts? Yes. Oh, yeah. then they yeah. might just wait till free agency. Yeah, they might be able to swing it, maybe, but they might have to move others mm-hmm. from the list. I don't know. I mean... They might be able to swing it, but let's see. Is it, who else is on a UFA this next season? Uh, Thomas Tatar, whatever. It Cogley. <laughs> yeah, okay. They'll sign Cogliano to Vetman. Yeah. He's almost at Vetman anyway. Um, yeah, he's their big... He's their really mm-hmm. their only big one. Um, Jack Johnson and... Hey, put some respect on Jack Johnson. <laughs> Stanley Cup champion Stanley Jack Johnson. Stanley Cup champion Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson and Josh Mason are their bottom pairing. Manson. Jo- You're right. I'm sorry. Josh Manson. Uh, he's somebody I could see them training. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I I they're main... not going to trade Bowen Byram. They I mean, just resigned him, and he's 22. I would I, see them see trade Manson. I could see them trading Manson, maybe Sam Gerrard. Yeah. Maybe. Um, you trade Manson before you trade Gerrard. Oh, absolutely. If somebody is like, I'll take Manson for whatever, a second-round pick or whatever. I'm going to keep the 25-year-old. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. No. I agree. But, you know, it might be easier to swing a trade for right. Sam Gerrard. Um, and then in goal, they have Alexander, Georgiev, and Justice. Yes. And Noonan. Well, this might be... Justice and Noonan. This might be where Halak ends up because mm. Franco is hurt. Francois. Francois yeah. is hurt. Or, I'm sorry, no, Francois. Papo Francois. Thank you. Yes. Uh, is hurt, and yes, that's yes. why... There, and that's why... Noonan is and in Noonan the list. is there. Um... Yeah, I don't know what happened with Paupo Fransu. Just all of a sudden, he's hurt. And it says unknown for how long he's going to be injured. Right. Oh, and I forgot. Oh, Gabriel Landeskog is not going to play this year. No, he is not. Yeah. And then Chris Wagner is out. Oh, he hurt his Achilles. Uh, Okay. Well, that's Colorado. Um, Didn't have that much room to add in the offseason, but I thought they added. Yeah, they did. They kept themselves competitive. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Anything that I wrote down. Um, Johansson at 2C is the only place of weakness that I can really see. I wouldn't call him a 2C anymore, but maybe Ross Colton right. takes a takes a step. He had 32 points last year, did Colton. So maybe he takes a step further. Maybe Johansson, um, since he is on a more offensively-minded team, maybe he gets back to the numbers yeah. he had just a year ago, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Because last year with Nashville, he only played 55 games, but he had 12 goals, 16 assists. Year before that, though, get out of here, video. Uh, Year before that, though, 26 goals, 37 assists. If he could get back to that, then my my point is moot. Yeah, Yeah, my point is moot at that point. But, yeah, they're still going to be really good regardless of that, uh, barring catastrophic injuries. But there's no way to predict that. They're going to be in the top three of the division. Definitely. 
It's just a matter think, of where. I think top two in the division, and I'll mention that when we get to the uh, the third of those two teams. But this the, first, we're going to do the second of those two teams, who's mm-hmm. Dallas. Yes. Dallas, 47-21-14 and 14 last year, 108 points, second in the division, one point behind Colorado. Yes. They had a dynamite season last they year. They had a great season. Their big additions for the year, Matt Duchesne, mm-hmm. one year, three million. Mm-hmm. Can't really... Can't really complain about that. Matt Duchesne got bought out by Nashville. Yes, he did. Um, and then he promptly signed with Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Sam Steele, one year, 850K. He keeps, That's bou- fine. He keeps he's bouncing in around. The yeah, he's bouncing around. And then Craig Smith, one year, 1 million. Mm-hmm. That's really it for Dallas. Uh, Dallas was one of those teams that didn't do too much, but hey, they did get Matt Duchesne. So yeah. That, they'll can't score argue some with goals that. for you. Yeah. Let's look at their depth chart. Jason Robertson, Rope Hints, and Joe Pavelski, one of the best lines in the league. Yep. Last year, uh, especially with Robertson, 46 goals, 63 assists. Oh, I love him. This is such a good top line. It really is. They they work really well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, old man Joe's getting those numbers in there. I mean, look, he has I 77 c- points. He's 39. I can't believe San Jose let him walk. I know. It's insane. And he's still playing very well. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Ben, Wyatt Johnston, and Evgeny Dadanov. Wyatt came out of nowhere. He did. That's true. He did. 24 goals, 17 assists last year for Wyatt Johnston. And you know what? Jamie Ben, really good year. Really good year for him. 33 goals, yeah. 45 assists. No one talked about it. It's one of those because there was two 60-goal scorers and right. then like some in the 50s and 40s last year. And even like... Uh, we'll mention him again later, but Shifley had 42 goals last year, and I forgot. But he, he kept did. doing dumb stuff. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he yeah like yeah he did. Um, but hey, 33 goals yeah. from a 34 year old who I guess got his game back. So that's fine. Mason Marchment, Matt Duchesne, and Tyler Sagan are their third line. I know Marchment was a little bit disappointed, disappointing after his. Uh, Florida season before. He still, he still had 31 points. That's not that bad. He had like 31 goals two I years ago. True, yeah. Well, he's going to be playing with Duchesne and Sagan, two incredibly underwhelming <laughs> forwards. Um, but yeah, I could see Sagan bumping up between the second and third lines, maybe. Flipping, I mean, flipping with Dadnoff. Dadnoff played very well in when he came back yeah, to Dallas. Yeah. Um, and their bottom line. Oh, boy. Let's see how I say this. Matt. I guess it's just Matt, right? Yeah. Maje. Look, man. Nate I'm... Blumel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He's che- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He's Czech. He's Czech. And the, the first name... Some, some of those names are hard, yeah. The first name is spelled M-A-T-E-J. I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Maje, maybe? Maje Blumel? Uh, until I hear it said on a broadcast, I have no idea how to say it. Uh, Roddick Foxa and Craig Smith. Roddick Foxa is another one I could see bumping up the lineup. I, I see that too. Um, maybe Duchesne or Marchman mm-hmm. or anybody gets bumped down to the fourth line. And then Craig Smith rounds out this. Um, uh, that one's purported. easy to say. Yeah. Craig, Craig, thank you, Craig. Uh, you're playing the American, American playing on the line with two checks mm-hmm. and that have pretty hard names to say. Radic Fox, I know how to say, but the other one, ugh. Moving on to their defense, Ryan Suter with Miro Heiskanen as their top pairing. Pretty good. Well, I mean, 
Suter's not going to be on that top pairing. Probably not. Oh, yeah, you're you're right. I know I'm right. <laughs> I mean, Mira Heiskanen will. He's been great. Um, Asa Lindell and Niels Lundqvist. I can see Lund- Lundqvist on that top pairing. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. He, he needs to prove himself a little more still, but... And the, uh, I mean, you need someone defensive next to Heiskanen. So if, is, is Lundqvist defensive? I might be thinking of a different Swedish defender with he the name might. of... I don't Lund. know. He could be bopped up there. Asa Lindell might, Lindell might be up there, too. I might be thinking of a Lindholm. I think you are. Yeah. yeah I think you are. And then Thomas Harley and Yanni Hockenpah, a fun name. I love Hockenpah. Name uh, alone. Round out their defense. Yanni Hockenpah. Love it. Finnish names are fun. They sure are. They're stressful, but they're fun. They're stressful to look at, but they're fun. Uh, Jake Ottinger and Scott Wedgwood returning as their goaling tandem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dallas is going to be good. They need to play Wedgwood more. Yeah, they need to give Ottinger a uh, Ottinger had 60, break. 62 yeah. games played. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. way too much. Yeah, that's too much. That's only regular season two. Yeah, and then he played every game in the playoffs, which was what, like 10 more yeah, or something? Yeah, he got grounded out. I don't remember when. Did they get knocked out in the Eastern Conference Finals? Western Conference Finals? What, or, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Western Conference yes, Finals. So, yeah, that was probably like more more like 16 more yep. games or something like that. Um, a st- very good team. Their forwards, uh, very deep at forward. Yep. Um, defense, the back half of that defense is a little suspect. But mm-hmm. it's young, too, so maybe it can uh, shut everybody up. Right. Maybe, maybe Thomas Harley can... Uh, can be can be that guy play on the top line mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. we'll see, but he only had I think, six games last year. Yeah, but then he played pretty well in the playoffs if I remember yeah. correctly. So yeah, there's Dallas. I think they'll be uh they'll be up there with Colorado. Now the other team that was up there with those two last year was the Minnesota Wild, mm-hmm. who preposterously. 46-25 and 11 record. They keep fighting their cap. One, 103 points, third in the division. Great season. Mm-hmm. They signed nobody nope. in the offseason other can't. than re-signing Philip Gustafson to a three-year, $3.75 million contract. Yep. Um, otherwise, this is, I think, basically the same team. Yes. They can't afford... They can't afford it. Because of those, because of the buyouts of Parise and Suter, yep, which are hammering them for, I believe, this year and next year. Is it next year? I thought I this so. is the last year. No, oh. I think next year. It, well, let me pull up their their cap friendly page because it'll tell us. But I think it's next year too. Uh, things are in my way. There we go. Um. Yeah. It just in case That's you guys Chad forgot. Deep, deep, you're right. I'm sorry. Be better. No. How do you have Jet? Chat I don't. I don't use it that toolbar. much. Toolbar. I was using it to write things for oh, uh, okay. campaign yeah, or to give me ideas for campaigns. Yeah. Um, but I haven't used it in a while because its ideals are not great. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look at their cap situation. Yep. Next this year and next year. Jesus. Fourteen point seven million dollars of dead cap. Like. Between Ryan Suter and Zach Parise's buyout. After next year, it's only $1.6 million together. But 
Yeah, that's why they can't sign anybody. Right. Which begs the question, why did you do both? Why did you do both? I, I think we mentioned this because I believe they just did those or they had done the buyouts the year before, right when we started the podcast a couple years ago. The year before. Yeah. And we said even then, Suter was still playing. Suter was Excuse still me. playing. Suter was still playing fine. Yeah. Parise had fallen off a cliff, mm-hmm. but Suter was still fine. So you didn't necessarily have to buy him out. No. I understand why you did the Parise buyout, but... Oh man, that was it was such a yeah. This it is... was a move. It was certainly a move, and it's really hamstrung them the mm-hmm. years. Uh, I, but I'm shocked they had that good of a uh, they, year last year. They keep year. making the playoffs. They had 103 points right. last year, so like you can't even really. Let's go through their depth chart. Um, it's it's the same depth chart they had last year. Kirill Kaprizov, Ryan Hartman, Matt Zuccarello, top line. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine, but Hartman and Zuccarello's contracts end at the end of the year. Yes, they do, and guess what? They're not going to get re-signed, probably. I mean... At least not Zuccarello. Zuccarello can come back. Well, He's 36. I didn't he, realize he was that old. He's yeah, 36. No, he would probably come back on get a cheap contract. Get him less than $6 million? Dollars. Oh, he can't. He can't ask for more, for $6 million plus dollars anymore. Um, but, you know, there's probably an allure to go back to the Rangers, too. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, just throwing that idea Why? out. Why? They're not going to win anything. I saw, I saw somebody floating that idea a while ago on Twitter, too. I'm not calling it X. It's Twitter. Um, They're not going to win anything. I mean, I'm not saying they are. Or, but neither or is Minnesota. So. Neither is Minnesota. Uh, Marcus Johansson, Joel Erickson-Eck, and Matthew Boldy. Johansson did great the second time around. Make up their second line. Yeah. And um, Matthew Boldy had a great year last year, and jo- he's only 22. Joel jo- Erickson Eck had a pretty good year, too. Johansson sucked on his first stint with Minnesota. This time he was better. This time he did well, very well. It was probably with a different coach, too. Right? Was that was his first stint when Boudreaux was still there? I don't think so. Mm, maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, he did play better on his second stint. 19 goals, 27 assists. Not bad. Um, but that's between Minnesota and Washington. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Connor Dewar. Matthew Boldy came out of nowhere. Freddie Goudreau and Marcus Foligno make up their third line. Freddie mm-hmm. Goudreau, look at that. 19 goals, 19 assists. Great, great job by Freddie Hockey. Great job by Freddie Hockey. I don't think anybody, including me, expected that out of no, him last year. No, not at all. Uh, Patty Maroon, mm-hmm. Marco Rossi, and Brandon Duhame make up their bottom line. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I could see Marco Rossi if he starts playing better, maybe jumping up in the lineup. But I don't. I don't think he's gonna unseat Hartman or Erickson Eck right. unless one of those guys gets injured. But I don't know. He if if their younger guys take even further step forwards. I mean, you can't. I don't know that you can ask for much more from Matthew Boldy. He scored thirty one goals no, last year, can't. but. Uh, maybe you're like, can you bump that up to 40? You know? Well, I like, mean, Boldy came out, kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, sort of. He was he was a high-ranked prospect, but I'm I don't... Of, I'm thinking of two years ago, because he has that $7 million. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so last year wasn't the first year he did good. It was the year before right, that. Right, I'm thinking but, of that. Um, he did kind of come out of nowhere before that. Mm-hmm. And now let's roll down to their defense. Oh, that's the one change. Matt Dumba's not on the team anymore. That is correct. Uh, Jacob Middleton and Jared Spurgeon make up their top pairing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jared Spurgeon's still a good defenseman. Yes, he is. I always forget how short he is. 
Oh, five he's nine. not even really that short. He's 5'9", but he plays on a team with a bunch of... Who am I thinking of? There's a defenseman who's, like, very confusingly short. I mean, 5'9 is short for a five defenseman. 5'9 is pretty short for a defenseman in hockey. Um, Jonas Brodeen and Brock Faber make up their second-line pairing. Brock Faber is such a solid name. That is a really solid... That's such a frat boy name. Yeah. Um, he's another guy that, if he takes a step forward, would be extremely helpful for Minnesota. Well, I mean, he only played two games last year, so... Yeah, but he, I believe, played in the playoffs. He did play he in the playoffs. fairly good in the playoffs. John Merrill and Kalen Addison make up their third-line pairing. Kalen Addison, I saw getting bandied about in trade rumors yep. at some point. He hasn't really panned out. That, although, he didn't... Three goals, 26 assists is not bad for a defenseman either, but I, he's supposed to be a more offensive defenseman. And uh, 20, 29 points is not what you want. No, it's not good enough for a he was also defenseman. only getting 16 minutes of ice time. Yeah. So, like, how much play or uh, power play was he getting? That's you know, true. Like, and then their goalies are Philip Gustafson and Mark Andre Fleury. What keeps them in the playoffs, Hunt? Yes, was was these two, <laughs> uh, especially Gustafson. Actually, Flurry had a very good year last year. Both too. of them. Um, this might be the last year for Flurry. Probably. It's he's a free agent after this year, and he hasn't said anything one way or the other. He he said we'll see after the season. Yeah. But If I had to guess, I mean he's thirty eight. Sign a one day contract and retire at Penguin, please. You should retire. Wild. Shut up. Yeah, I know that would hurt. He's gonna get well. He's his numbers gonna get retired in Pittsburgh regardless. So. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, still a solid team. Hey, they pu- they pulled out some new jerseys the other day that look oh, super yeah. fresh. Yeah. Um, I don't. This doesn't strike me as a hundred point team, though, right? No, it doesn't. Like I, it, it's basically the same team they had last year, if with a couple of minor tweaks, but it's. I, Last year, you can argue that they overachieved, and we'll see. We'll see what if they, they regress to the this mean year. this year. I still think they are a playoff team. I mean, as they're, long as they stay healthy, they're in the hunt. Yeah, with this division, they're in the hunt. But I don't think they're going to threaten for like the top spot of the division. I wouldn't think, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, another one of those central teams has to bounce back. You would think. I. You would think, but I don't know. Let's move on to Nashville, mm-hmm. shall we? Let's. 42-32-8 last season for 92 points, fifth in division. Just missed the playoffs. Just missed it. Very close. They uh, they almost made Or did they make it? They no, did not no, make it. No, they did not make They it. gave up on the season and then did better. Yes, they did. That was, that was the funniest part, yeah. So, uh, they picked up Luke Shen in the offseason. Three years, $2.75 million. Ryan O'Reilly, four years, $4.5 million. And Gustav Nyquist. That's a lot. For two him. years, $3.185 million. It's a, it's a little long for O'Reilly. I mean, it's one, only 32. It's one of those things where it's an oh, under, underpay for the first two years, overpay for the last two years. Here's the other thing. I don't know who the fuck would be playing top line center if they didn't have Ryan O'Reilly. Exactly. On this team. So, 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 you're fine, so you're fine to overpay for two yeah. years. I I in the in context I think it's a more than reasonable contract. Yeah. Let's look at their let's look at their lineup. Philip Forsberg, Ryan O'Reilly and Luke Evangelista. Evangelista. Is, Evangelista, thank you. Is their top line? If it's not pronounced Evangelista, it has he to needs be. to get on it, it cuz that's be. better. 
It has to be. That's Evangelista. a dope last yeah. name. Um, so Evangelista is only 21. He'll be playing with Forsberg and O'Reilly, two grizzled veterans. <laughs> um, moving on, Gustav Nyquist, Cody Glass, and Denis Gurionov are on their second line, according to Cap Friendly. Yep. Kiefer Sherwood, Thomas Novak, and Cole Smith make up their third line. And Yakov Trenin, Yuso Parsonen, and Colton Sissons make up their fourth line. I don't know who that fourth line is. Uh, what, two younger guys and Colton Sissons. So, uh, um, we'll see what they do. Oh, boy. You look at this lineup, and we can see, uh, you guys can't see it because you're just listening to us, but we can see their goal totals from last year. Not a 20-goal scorer in the bunch. No. Now, to be fair, Philip Forsberg was the closest one with 19, and he, he only played 50 games. Yep. So he probably would have hit 20, if not 30, last year if he played a full season. But he but still has the glorious mustache, so it's fine. He does, he does. Um, yeah, that, uh, that forward group doesn't, uh, doesn't instill confidence. They are a, and have always been a super defensive team, yeah, but what's really funny when so but, Barry Trotz is their GM yes. now, right? And when he took over, he said, I, if I remember correctly, he said something like, "Oh, we're gonna try to score more." Yeah, and um, that it doesn't look like it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, because like when they cut Duchesne and traded Johansson, everybody was like, "Ooh, what's Barry got up his sleeve?" And it turned out not that much. No. Yeah, I mean, O'Reilly, O'Reilly's still a good player. He's a still still a very good 200-foot player. But this team always ends up around 500 for some reason. Yeah, they're, like, always just a little bit over 500. Right. Except for those couple of years where they were winning the division and they yeah, went yeah. to the Stanley Cup final and shit. But, but, and then also, like, keep making the playoff like barely making the playoffs yeah so like or just missing it like last year so yeah i don't know what to think about this team well let's move on to their defense roman yossi and luke shen pretty good yep uh ryan mcdonough tyson berry yep that's a good yeah and alex care alexander carrier and dante fabro are that's there. a that's a good pretty pick. good defense it's a good pickup by yeah. um nashville for carrier yeah so I think that's a fairly good defense. I I keep forgetting Ryan McDonough is on Nashville <laughs> right, now. Yeah. I keep forgetting he's there, and uh, I forgot Tyson Berry was there too. Actually, he had traded last season. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, oh, wasn't it part? It was part of the Eckholm trade, wasn't it? Didn't they have like maybe monetarily wise? I think they had to flop. Yeah, Barry for Eckholm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in goal, you see Soros and Kevin Lankinen, like, two big old fins in that. Yeah, no, well, Saros is my height, but... Oh, yeah, he's not... I don't know why I thought he was much taller. He, he's 5'11". Yeah, 5'11". That's actually fairly short for a goalie. That is short yeah. for a goalie. He's very good goalie, though. Um. So, yeah, I don't know... How, I agree with you. I don't really know how to feel about Nashville. I don't know where they're going to end up. I don't... Just because I don't know where the goals Nashville. are going to come from. I mean, uh, one guy that might take a further step... Thomas Novak played very well down the stretch last Oh, year. yeah, he did. Because you remember, he kept having, like, multi-goal games mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. Um, but, like, Gustav Nyquist is a shell of his former self. He only played 51 games last year. Who knows about Evangelista... Uh, Ryan O'Reilly could probably score like 20 plus goals. Forsberg should be good for 30, but like these are all theoretical numbers, right? You know, they're gonna 
be close defensive games whenever they play. And they're going to be near 500 probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Slightly above it or slightly below it, we don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Nashville just Nashville's such a confusing team. I it's, think they're a team in transition. It's an enigma. I mean, with a new GM, yes, new GM, they, they are. He's trying in transition. to like he's not I I get the feeling he was like I'm not going to blow it up. No. But like we need to switch things switch up. Switch things up. Maybe be bad ish for a year or two. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Thank you, Clay. Clay pointed out to me that I flipped the wrong page. There they are. Wrong direction, Wrong sunny. direction, my bad, my bad. Um, all right, let's move on to St. Louis. This St. is a team sh- that should bounce back, you would hope. I would think. Um, St. Louis, 37, 38, and 7 for 81 points, 6th in the division. Yeah, they had a pretty bad year last yeah, year. Very bad year last um, year. A lot of that had to do with defense and goaltending. Who knows if that changes? Yeah. Do you know if that changed? The goaltending? Nope. But did defense get better? Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the only thing they added in the offseason was Kevin Hayes traded from the Philly Flyers. 50% retained for a sixth-round pick. So that's how much he um, was worth. Mm. Mm. Oh, boy. At least it wasn't future considerations, nope, I guess. No, that was better than future. Uh, let's talk about their depth chart, since that was the only thing they did. Okay. Some of these teams, like, I couldn't believe that that was the only thing I was that it, they did. Yeah. yeah, I was like, no, no, the Blues signed somebody, right? They were so bad last right? year, they had to sign somebody. <laughs> they didn't. Um, Pavel Buchnevich, Robert Thomas, and Jordan Kyrou. That's an amazing first line. Really good That's first line. That's an amazing first line. Really, really good first line. Um... Two pretty young guys and Buchnevich, who is an old, uh, really, really, I really mean, good first line. I mean, Buchnevich is on the right side of 30. Yeah, he's on, he's 28. He's yeah. not old. But uh, Thomas and Cairo are 24 and 25, respectively. Um, moving on to their second line, Brandon Sod, Kevin Hayes, uh, Kasperi Kapanen. Kasperi Kapanen, I actually... See, I see a drop-off. There's a bit of a drop-off. I see a drop-off. Oh, yeah, there's a bit of a drop-off. But I will say Kapanen actually played pretty good for St. Louis last year okay. after he came over from Pittsburgh. Awesome. Um, so he fit into their scheme Perfect. better. Um, Saad played fine for them last year. And honestly, Kevin Hayes, number-wise, didn't look that bad last year for Philly. 18 goals, not bad for Philly. No, not bad for a very bad team mm-hmm. in the, on, on the Flyers. Um, third line, Jake Neighbors, Breeden Shen, and Yaka Vrana. Vrana, who I, looked pretty good from after coming to After St. getting Louis, yeah. bought out, or was he traded? He was traded for future consideration. Gotcha. He, yeah. he was like, it was weird in Detroit because Vrana went into the substance abuse, substance abuse system, and then something weird happened with him in Detroit after that, yeah, and I then think, they ended up trading I him think him Louis. and Eiserman. Something happened yeah. there. Um, but he played pretty well after getting to St. Louis. And Braden Shen is their newly minted Hit captain. captain. Yes. yes. And uh, hopefully Neighbors takes that step up. Mm-hmm. That would be helpful, certainly. He's only 21. He so. is only 21. He played 43 games last year. Yeah. So if he play, if they could get mostly full season out of him, uh, he only had six goals. But playing with Braden Shen and Jacob Brana, those numbers should go up. Mm-hmm. Um, if he could hit 20 goals, that would be a huge boon to them. Yeah. Um, and then their fourth line, Sammy Bly, uh, Nikita Alexandrov, and Alexei Torpo. 
no, Torpachenko. Toro Toropchenko. I keep. I always. It's flip, not Torpachenko. No, that's a, that's I flip that person. the P and the zero yeah. and the zero or the the O in his name because Torpochenko sounds way cooler, right? Well, there is it's a Torpachenko. I don't think there is. I think you're thinking of this kid. It's Toropchenko. I think you're thinking. I think last year we might have mentioned him a couple of times and we might have said his name wrong. Huh? Yeah. Uh, so it's Toropchenko. Still a pretty cool name, not as cool as Torpochenko. Okay, no, look tor- it up. You're yeah. gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Um, so, like I said, heavy drop off after that first line. Um, but you know, if Kevin Hayes has a bounce back, Sod played fine last year. Kapanen played okay after he came over from Pittsburgh. They could get neighbors uh, numbers up, like we said. It could be a good bounce back um, offensively for St. Louis this next year. Did you find anything? No, he doesn't. Yeah, I think we're. Yeah. I think we were just thinking of that kid. Yeah. Yeah, and we just said his name wrong. I think I said his name wrong because and I, I, just I flipped with the it. P and the O. Um, all right, let's look at their defense. Nick Letty and Colton Perrieco are their top pair. Oh, excuse me. The NHL uh-huh. has a pronunciation guide. Oh, they do. Yeah, that's true. Don't look at it, though. It's more fun to guess. I mean, I'm I'm on it, but that's a lot to look through right now. I, you showed it to me. It's really small font. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tory Krug and Justin Falk. Tory Krug, by the way, w- said no to Philadelphia. Yes, he was rumored to be in that trade for uh, Kevin Hayes, which somebody online called a blockbuster that involved yeah. Tory Krug and Kevin Hayes. Mm-hmm. And that guy looked like an idiot when Eric Carlson got traded to Pittsburgh. Yep. So. Well, also, like, people were giving him. Tory Krug crap for not going to Philadelphia. He's like, I wouldn't want to go there either. Well, also, hey, I was offered a no-move clause. I'm yeah, gonna, I have one. I have one. I have a no-move clause. I don't have to, exactly. to waive it. No. And look, I, I would stay here. You know, and... not, not a dig to the city of Philadelphia, but, like, the Flyers are going to be pretty bad. Well, I mean, Krug was part of the reason St. Louis was bad. I mean, fair, but... But, I, but you don't... They were better than Philly. Well, and they probably will be better than Philly this year. I, I don't feel like moving my family. That's all you. Have well, to there's say. that too. Yeah. yeah, there's that too. But you're right. People gave him crap, for, like unjustifiable, yeah. really. And um, I, you know, whatever. No, this stupid. This organization, this company, offered me a no move clause. I I have one. I intend to make them. I'm honor using that. it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, speaking of Philadelphia, that that reminded me because I think when we we did the Metro first. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was um, uh, confirmed that Couturier and Atkinson were going to be back. They are back. Oh, cool. They're in camp. They're full participants, and they're fully healthy. Oh, that's awesome. That should actually make the Flyers a good bit better. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since Couturier played, but if he can get back to, like, 75% of what he was before. Right. Um, that's a big boon for them. Yes. Yeah. Because he's a g- very good all-around center, and mm-hmm. Atkinson is a pretty good winger. Yeah. So that could really help Philly being to be not horrible. Right. I mean, they're still going to be bad, but they're to be, like, not garbage. If only Ellis could play again. I don't think he can. I don't think he can. I don't even, what is wrong with him? I, I don't, don't even remember. Does he, does he have back problems? He might. That's one of those things. Speaking as a, a guy who has back problems, 
those could flare up and just ruin your, mm-hmm. you know, for because you for nothing because you stood up too fast and you now your back hurts for the re- yeah, and so now your back is messed up for the rest of the week, you know. Marco Scandella and Callie Rosen are there are back to Nashville. Yep. <laughs> or I'm sorry, back to St. Louis. Jesus, are there a bottom pairing defensemen with Jordan Bennington and Joel Hoffer? Mm. They have to be praying that Joel Hoffer can take the starting role from Bennington this or year. Or if Bennington can just be consistent. Bennington played 61 games Pick last year. Good lord. One. Like, it, like. Be really good in a hothead or be, be really bad in a hothead. Yeah. Be one of the two. Because he Don't will. Don't flip flop per game. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he would go on these stretches where he's amazing and then he'd go on these stretches where he's crap. Because you can be a hothead if you're really good. You can. It, people will ignore it. Well, they'll make it if he just stays bad or stays good. They can make a decision on him. True. I, but like, here's the thing: I, they're not going to get out of that contract. No, it's six million dollars until twenty twenty seven. Yeah, you're not moving for four that. more years. Nobody's going to take that contract. No. Especially with how like weirdly fifty fifty he is. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know. 50 50, 27 wins, 27 losses. Yeah, exa- exactly. Ay, ay, ay. All right. So, I don't know. I could see a bounce back from their forwards. That defense. Yeah. I don't know. And the goalies, I mean, Bennington can steal a bunch of games. He can. He has the ability. But he can lose you a bunch of games. But he can also lose you a bunch of games. And Joel Hoffer is 23. So, right. who knows? Um, St. Louis is right there with Nashville for, like, I don't know. Oh, man. They could be back in the playoff hunt. They could be bad. Yeah. I'm just really not sure. And we're going to finish things off with yet another team I'm not 100% sure about, the Winnipeg Jets. Mm Mm-hmm. Because um, the Jets... uh, Say they're in a rebuild. They say they're in a rebuild. They say, oh, we might trade Shifley and Hellebuck, and then they just don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Winnipeg made the playoffs last year. Yes, it did. Forty six, thirty three, and three. Ninety five points, fourth in the division. Respectable year. Made the playoffs. Yeah. Um. They did get Alex Ayafalo, Rasmus Kumpari, and Gabe Velarde in that trade for Pierre Luc Dubois. Yep. Um. So that more than makes up for the Losing loss of Pierre Luc oh, yes, Dubois. It does. Really. Uh. If Gabe Velarde and Alex Ayafalo can. Be what they are again. Velarde just needs to stay healthy. Yeah, he missed uh, nearly 20 games last year, but still had 23 goals. Yeah. So, um, they also signed Vlad Mastikov, two years, two million, and Laurent Brissois, one year, 1.75 million. I really like the Mastikov's name. I just I like it too. He's not a bad player either. No. He he's bounced around a bunch in the league, but he's like a good. He's a good depth player. Vladislav Nemestikov. Vladislav Nemestikov. Great Russian name. Hell yeah. All right, let's look at their depth chart. Um, Kyle Connor, Mark Shifley, Gabe Velarde. Great first line. It's good first line. Fantastic first mm-hmm. line. Nino Niederreiter, another great name. Cole Perfetti and Nikolai Ehlers. That's a um, solid second line. Depending I'm... on health and how and Perfetti, Perfetti playing better. That could be a great second line. If Nikolai Ehlers can play the majority of the season and Perfetti can take a step forward and also play the majority of the season, yeah, um, that could be a very good second line because Niederreiter had 24 goals last year, so 
he did his part. Yep. Moving on to the third line, you got Alex Iafalo, Adam Lowry, and Mason Appleton. Solid third. Yeah, yeah, that's a fine third line. Uh, and then fourth line, Morgan Barron, Rasmus Kupari, and Vladislav Nemestikov. Not a bad forward lineup. Nope. Not at all. Nope, not. Moving nope, nope, on nope. to defense, Josh Morrissey, who had a huge breakout year last year. Massive year. Um, and Dylan DeMello as their top pairing. Brennan Dillon and Neil Pionk as their second pairing. And Dylan Sandberg and Nate Schmidt as their third pairing. There's a heavy drop-off there after that first yeah. pairing. Yeah. And DeMello might get traded midseason. Well, there's a bunch of guys that might get traded midseason on this team, depending on how the season goes. Uh, and one of those guys might be Connor Hellebuck. Mm-hmm. And backing him up is Laurent Brassois. Yes. Um, so as long as you have Connor Hellebuck, it can make up for those defensive woes. Yep. Because he's just that good. Uh, but yeah, that defense is going to be know. A, an issue. Yeah. I think their forwards might be able to make up for the defense, and Hellebuck can make up for the defense, but like that's not sustainable. Right, and and again, it all comes down to what, how much effort the team puts in, because yeah. they're a team that gives up real quick. Is their yeah, they are. Go- coach keeps calling them out for. As he should, because he's and just, like, because he's like, I got tenure, I can, I can call this team crap. That's true. He's yeah. like, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing. I there's still a couple of weeks before the season starts. There's no guarantee that Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck are going to be on the team. But as this team stands right now, still they, a playoff team. Yeah, I think they could still make the playoffs in the Western Conference. So, um, I would agree with you. We know what the two. We know what two teams are going to do. Yeah, the rest of them, no idea in the central. Yeah, we know what four teams are going to do. We know what. Probably. We know what Chicago and Arizona. Are oh, gonna that's, do. that's 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 fair. Right. That's fair. Well, Arizona, some I'm not going to make the playoffs with some of these guys. Arizona compared to like Winnipeg, not Winnipeg no, no, no. is better. Yeah, you know Winnipeg is absolutely better. But like we said when we started with Arizona, I think Arizona could siphon off points mm-hmm. from teams ahead of them. Um, whereas like Chicago is not going to, nope. I wouldn't think. Uh-uh. Um, but like with, team, with teams like Nashville and St. Louis, I have no idea what kind of team they're going to be. And Min- I'll be honest, I don't know how good of a team Minnesota is going to be either. Right. They're they're just in that weird nebulous position where they might have a hundred points again. Or they might have 80. Yeah. Be, there's just like that much of a potential variance in in their season. Is Minnesota going to regress? Is they the have question. to a little bit. They really, over, they really overperformed last year, I thought. I mean, I, I wonder what Otto was thinking about that uh, Talbot-Gustafson trade. Right, <sighs> right. Well, could, they could have made the playoffs. Honestly, looking back even farther than that, I'm wondering how Pittsburgh's feeling about that Gustafson in the trade for Brassard way mm, back when, yeah. I think it was. Um, they're probably like, fuck. Right, He's yeah. much better than Jari, or yeah. at least he was last year anyway. Um, but, hey, that's the Central Division, and look at that. We did that in... Much less time. Much than, less time. Than the last two weeks. Uh, sorry, you know, I mean, we're getting back into it. We like talking about hockey. We like talking, and we actually like the Atlantic and the Metro. Well, I like the Western Conference, too, but, like, the Central Division, like, some of these teams barely did anything. That's true. You know, like... Well, I mean, 
St. Louis made one trade. The East didn't do much. That's true. But we like to talk about that. Well, we're on the East Coast, so we have much more ire for the Mm -hmm. teams in the Eastern Conference than we do in the Western Conference. Well, until until I get started talking about Edmonton. Until we get started talking about Edmonton. I just love that. Was it your dad? Yeah, it's my dad. Who was like, why does Bert hate Edmonton so much? I was like, I don't hate them. I hate their managers. They're poorly managed. They are. I'll yell about managed. it next week. Too. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, yeah, we'll but do. thank you guys, as always, for listening. How do how are we feeling about this beer? Uh, it's very yummy. That's pretty good. Uh, I don't... It's the hint of pumpkin. What did we have last week? What pumpkin beer did I pick up? It was... Was it Space Cat? Yeah, it was. I like that better. But okay. this is fine. It's good. Yeah, it's it, this is more of a hint of pumpkin. The pumpkin. It's the pumpkin. It's the pumpkin. Um, that's good. Yeah, so if you're somewhere where you can get dogfish head and you like pumpkin ales, pretty solid, good pick. Yeah. Solid pick. I think we should try to mention if we like the beer or not in each episode. I've said that before. But yeah, we, we got to do we better. We always forget. We got to do better. We, we got to do better. We got to show some respect to the mm-hmm. beer that we're drinking. Um, but yeah, thank you guys as always for listening. You can find us wherever podcasts are found. Give us a rate, review, subscribe, wherever applicable. Please like us. Please like us. Please tell, clap. tell your friends, tell your family if they like hockey to listen. If they don't like hockey, they probably won't yeah, like yeah. this podcast or understand what's going on what most of the time. Is 7%? I did not know that. Oh, yeah, it is. Look at that. That makes sense. It's <laughs> good. It's good, though. Um, but we'll see you guys next week for the final preview uh, 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 division preview with the Pacific Division. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that, uh, we're going to do some pickums. I think. I think so yeah a little lead up into the season because we'll record the day before games start on the 9th because we planned great yeah because that was my fault don't worry about it but uh i wasn't gonna say it (laughs) it was my fault uh but yeah but next week we'll be back with the pacific division and we hope as always that you join us when we do that at the same puck time hold on and the same puck place bye goodbye